All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Dude from Los Angeles podcast. Today in Van Nuys, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, I, I'd like for you to introduce yourself to let people know uh, who you yeah. are, and because uh, I'm going to say Celador Ales and yeah, yeah. In Van Nuys for That's sure. Us. So um, my name is Kevin Osborne. I um, you know co-found Celador Ales with uh, Sarah Osborne, and we have been doing here doing that for four years now. Four years. Or we've been in the space for four years, and we've been open selling beer for three years. Okay. Yeah, we're, so we're a brewery, but we make exclusively uh, barrel-aged, like wine barrel-aged, sour beers. Yeah, those are those have like a, a certain following, right? Yeah, like, definitely. There's, um, you know, like a lot of people all throughout the country, but definitely in L.A. that yeah. are, you know, catching on to the, the sour train. Oh, yeah. It's still like a lot of people have never heard about these beer styles still, but it's starting to get more popular. Oh no, definitely, definitely right. It's yeah. it's one of those things where you fall into that hole and it just doesn't end. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's so, a specialty thing. It's sort of like a. Uh-huh. There's also um, correlations to like, um, like the kind of trading world of like cards and shoes and stuff. It's like a lot of people that are like really really into it and like to sort of like kind of hoard the the most coveted bottles from like different breweries and different right, areas right. Of, the, of the country. Oh yeah, and and cr- across the world, right? That, yeah, definitely. That kind of a thing. How did how did you get started in brewing? I think that's that's where I wanted to I yeah. wanted to ask you. I started home brewing, so like uh-huh. making it out of our kitchen, basically about yeah. six years ago. Did you start um, with one of those like Mister Beer? No, was it was it, like, a little a more complicated one? than yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, but we did start out making like extract beers, like you know the kind of like um, the cheetah way to do it. Uh-huh. But yeah, I started home brewing for a couple of years, and then when we got into it more and decided we want to maybe eventually open our own place. Mm-hmm. I worked for six months at a brewery called Golden Road in Los Angeles. Golden Road. On their packaging line. And then I worked for three months at Stone Brewing in Escondido. Oh, no way. Like a sort of like um, internship brewing position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I see that those internships come up a lot. Like yeah. You, you know, you go down there, learn how to do like a big production yeah, exactly. Do they let you do that? Like right off the bat, you're like, hey, you kind of yeah, you're like in the brewery doing lots of stuff, but uh-huh. um, yeah, you're kind of sat on like the lower end of what's going on there. You're not like actually doing like all the brewing, but you know, helping them set up the transfers of the beers yeah. and, and stuff like that. Hey, that's it's not bad. In case yeah, something good. goes wrong, right? It's like that's not my money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's got to feel a little bit, a little bit, yeah. a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. So then, then you just started from that internship, kept home brewing. Yeah, I kept home brewing. Started, you know, writing a business plan and trying to raise some money. And in that time period, also, we won a like homebrew competition at a place called the Brewery in Anaheim. That's, that's what I remember. Yeah, and uh, you know, made a beer with those guys, and they called it Batch Seventeen Thirty One. Uh-huh. It was like a, a sort of sour beer, like a kind of IPA influenced sour beer, like mm-hmm. a dry hopped Brett beer. Okay. Um, and then right after that, we kind of found this place and got got rolling. It, that's is that when the wave started when when you made that that beer with the brewery, the wave for the sour. Oh, just like okay, like I got oh, some, yeah. I got some freaking. We were like I, pretty, I can rock this. Yeah, we had some momentum going before that, and we were kind of like knew we were going to do this, but it definitely gave us you know like a little courage, a little extra oh, yeah. courage to do it. Yeah. You're like, all right, I'm impressing these guys, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it was a place that we had looked up to a lot and oh, yeah. got a lot of inspiration from, so meant oh, a lot. Yeah. 
yeah, definitely the the, the Tarot. Yeah. yeah, they got a lot of good. They got yeah. a lot of great beers. So they really great beers. They're like, heck yeah, mine's up there. And yeah. then what? What was the focus to be like? I'm, go, I'm going this way. Yeah. Was this? Were these styles of beer just way more interesting? To me personally, I, I, I thought they were more interesting to make. I thought there was like a more, a little more art involved and um, a little less of the science. It's like there's so all the beers that we make are blended from different oak barrels and so they all kind of taste different because of the mixed cultures that we use and you know that's more exciting to me than just making like a pale ale or like a a pilsner or something Um, and also was a challenge you know something um, to kind of keep me interested always in what we were doing and lastly I'd say trying to do something to just stand out a little bit more in the the crowd Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of breweries in Southern California yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely saturated, but yeah. I mean, the, this this will definitely rise. I mean, this definitely rose to the top, right? It's like, oh, yeah, you guys are making like wild cultured, you know, freaking beers and Van Eyes. It's yeah. like, holy <laughs> snap, dude. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, people seem to be catching on to it and uh-huh. be enjoying it, and that's exciting. So, so like the way that I, the way that I know like about you know like I got into beer and yeah wild beers were like you only thought about Cantillon right yeah and then yeah, it's exactly. like what like they open up their their brewery and let it you know the wild yeast around Brussels and it's super special yeah and when I heard you guys were doing that I was like no way like yeah but so, then it makes sense because like you got like the La Brea you know yeast right like the yeah the yeast that they make down at La Brea Bakery yeah, yeah, it's right. It's like, that's super special. Like, San Francisco's got good bread, too. You yeah, know, like, course, so it's like, yeah. why would it not make great beer? There's good stuff in the air everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, we don't make our process, like, the exact same way as them. They All, all their beers are made by, like, completely only catching the yeast out of the air. And yeah. we use, like, wild cultures that are, that we kind of keep around, almost more like a sourdough starter. We kind of, like, oh, yeah. keep the culture separately and, like, feed it. And it's, you know, been around for years since we began mm-hmm. and like you know as many hundreds of generations mm-hmm. in um but yeah it's very similar to what the belgians are doing at cantillon and three fontaine oh yeah wow man so good thank you 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 got a crazy list like <laughs> looking at that list was a little i was like okay i know familial right yeah like that one's familiar for sure yeah and it's it's cool that you guys um you guys sell them in these giant, like, you know, who needs to pop champagne bottles when yeah. you can pop these gigantic, what is, I don't even know how big they are. They're like, a, well, they're so, a magnum size. Yeah, we do a, quite a bit of magnum. So, like, our, our general size is 375 milliliter, which is like yeah. 12.7 ounces. But, yeah, we do quite a bit of also magnums, which is 50 liters. Jeez. It's a lot of beer. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. You pop out, like, dur- during Christmas, you show up with that bottle. I mean, you, that's it. Yeah, you get right. any Christmas tree yeah. present, for sure. Like, you could yeah. take anything. Yeah, even this weekend, we're releasing um, a beer we made last year also called Chapeau, which is kind of a champagne-inspired beer. Oh, okay. It's in, like, you know, a medium-sized bottle. There's 750. They're actually, like, champagne-sized bottles. Oh, shoot. Okay. It's, it's a kind of champagne-inspired beer, too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you guys save some of those for New Year's and stuff? Yeah, it's kind of what we put it around, around this time is, like, for uh-huh. people to, you know, open at New Year's. Dang. You know, uh, another thing outside of the size, but I wanted to ask you, like, about the, the quality and the fruit that you use. Yeah, like that's that's real. Like you can taste, you could taste how fresh everything you know 
taste yeah. in a beer. Um, the fruit is really important to us. Um, you guys are like back here actually crushing stuff. Yeah, we right? use like, almost exclusively like you know fresh whole fruit, mm-hmm. and from some of the best farms in California. There's um, a farm called. I think my turn. Oh, it's back. Oh. All right, Check. Sorry. Pause real quick. Hello. hello. All right. All right. I think we're back. Cool. Yeah. So um, the fruit is obviously mm-hmm. very important to us. There's a farm called Masamoto Family Farm. They're out of Fresno, California. Yeah. And they only grow peaches and nectarines, but they are considered like the best farm in the world for that type of fruit. Yeah. And I heard about them. Yeah. yeah and there's another farm called Andy's Orchard. Oh, yeah, then. and another farm called Andy's Orchard, and they're in Morgan Hill, California, just south Morgan of San Hill. Francisco. Yeah, yeah, and yeah they right make, next to Gilroy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They make more varieties. They do uh, a lot of apricots and um, cherries and plums, and they are just also a very, very special farm that has very high-quality fruit. I, and then when you guys are literally when you were hunting for like the best fruit where you're like yeah. just, or when you were hunting for fruit, you're like, well, let's not go to food for less and yeah. <laughs> and get, you know, whatever's like, off from the, the shelf. beginning. It was our intention to use like really nice fruits. Uh-huh. And we kind of stumbled into these friendships with, um, farmers and other partners that have helped us to kind of like gain access to this. There's a, like a friend of ours whose name is Chris. He kind of started this whole movement of using Masamoto fruit and beer uh-huh. And he kind of helps a dozen or so different breweries in Southern California, um, you know, get access to the fruit from that particular farm. And he lives close to where we are, and we kind of help him out with that process. And so we kind of get the first pick of, like, everything that that goes there. And I've done some really special projects with them. And as far as other farms in Andy's Orchard, one of the guys that works here with us, he also has his own company called Pot Produce, uh-huh. and he sources fruit for other breweries too. Oh no! But way. he works for us also. So oh, there you go. Get the, there you go. The best of the fruit there too. So um, you know, and, and, it's it, like, and it's a it's a good list of the breweries that buy from those farms, right? Like yeah, yeah. It's a, you know the best breweries in California. Wow. They're using those farms. Um, good for you guys. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think that, like, on top of just us using, like, really awesome fruit, we want to promote, like, the industry in general, mm-hmm. you know, using higher quality ingredients. And also support the farms that we love. We want them to be able to, like, do well and sell to whoever they want to. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. Definitely. I saw a picture of, I think, um, just a group of, of brewers that were out in the middle of, like, you know, yeah. the orchard just yeah. hanging out for the day. I was like, that's, that's yeah, gotta be go the nicest thing a, ever. Once a year, we, for two weekends in a row, once a year, we always go to Masamoto farm uh-huh. and it's usually a, like a group of brewers that comes with us too. And it's right. a good time. It's mostly, you know, it's like an hour or two of picking fruit and then a lunch on the farm and opening some bottles of beer that are made with the fruit. Dang. It's a good time. Dang. Yeah. So, uh, you know, aside from making, these wild cultured, uh, you know, sours, you guys were making something else that I really couldn't figure out what it was, but you know, I see it's behind the counter. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. What is that? that? Beer Jackson ranch. Yeah. Jackson um, ranch. What is that? I lo- so we, one of the things we, or one of the things I personally like strive to do here is every once in a while, at least create something that like no one's ever done before. And, um, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> make something really, really unique. And so that beer, it was sort of, it's sort of inspired by whiskey. Uh-huh. And so what we wanted was a beer that looked like and tasted like whiskey as much as possible. 
and so we without made, being like a barley wine, without being yeah, yeah, it's still a sour beer, still a sour. Um, we took a sour beer made with a lot of rye, which is you know a lot of miskies mm-hmm. are made with rye, and we aged it in whiskey barrels that had already held a couple beers in them, so they mm-hmm. weren't like getting a lot of flavor out of them. Okay. For about eight months, we put them in those barrels, and then we got okay. two like brand new, really fresh, really high quality whiskey barrels, mm-hmm. and we transferred it from the first barrels into those newer barrels uh-huh. and let it age in those for another eight months. And then we bottled it in clear whiskey bottles with, um, you know, whiskey corks and the beer is uncarbonated like whiskey. That's so crazy. And uh, we serve it in like these fancy little whiskey snifters also here. And, you know, it t- it's obviously a beer still, but it's got lots and lots of like whiskey and actually a lot of like sherry aromas too. Um, and we've even had a night here where we use that beer to make a bunch of different cocktails. Oh, wow. And okay. Like, like even like shook them with ice and stirred them with ice and stuff. But oh, it's all shoot. still only beer as all the ingredients. What's the percentage on, on say, like that one with brine? That beer is 10%. So it's okay. a little higher. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an exciting... Um, it's an exciting beer for us to make, and it seems like people are excited about it too, which is... Yeah. Yeah, Very yeah. Cool. It, it was it was hard to pinpoint what it was and yeah. what you were doing. All I knew was like, like, where can I get that? You know, like yeah, where, yeah. the branding is very different. You know, we sort of set up the branding and like the bottle type. You know, to sort of trick you into like not knowing what it was and yeah. and to make it like even the branding look like whiskey as much as possible. Oh, for sure, so. for sure. I, I thought people were going to be trading it for like Pampy Van Winkle or yeah. something. You know, it's like oh, it's falling right in. It's fine. Yeah, but that's cool. And is. And that's just like a, another evolution of the same idea you guys have, right? It's it's the experimentation, just trying to push yourselves. As, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, nothing wrong with people who make pale ales, right? I mean, of course not, yeah. That's well, definitely we do cool. Ex- you like exist, specialty though. experience like that. It's like one of my goals is to do something, like I said, like unique, mm-hmm. but also the, like the secondary and equally important goal is to like not be gimmicky about it or like not use like fake ingredients. So like yeah. we can do like really weird things, but we also always want to like bring it back to a place of like produce and like food and like um, natural ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. important. Oh, that's to me. awesome. No, that's, that's perfect. Cause it makes a difference in the end. Do yeah. when you get to the end product and you know, is the best, the best peaches went into, into yeah, this exactly. beer. You're like, Oh yeah. dang, that's, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. So then when you guys started here, what was that? What was that like? How, how was it? finding this place you know so um it took us a long time to find a location uh we looked for about six months before we signed a lease uh-huh. it's um you know breweries like typically are in these industrial zoned buildings yeah. yeah and we're you know just two young people without a lot of money so uh-huh. <laughs> like it's like the the building owners they want to see like these huge financials or like this yeah. like backing and so you're like, dude. I, I mean, I got a debit card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is the first place that card. like would accept us, and so we just kind of okay. like jumped on it and took it. We looked mostly in the San Fernando Valley, but like mm. all throughout LA for for spaces. Okay. And yeah, it just kind of worked out here. Nice. We, we Wait, like yeah. When did you guys start brewing here? Uh, we are, we signed a lease here almost four years ago this month, and we didn't start brewing because of you know construction and permitting until about June the next year and then released our first beer in October of that year so we had our three year anniversary this last October dang 
well, how's how's the business gone? You know, how's it gone? It the goes really slow, it, yeah. You know? But it's 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 getting bigger, but in a very slow way. So yeah. it was just Sarah and I like operating everything for the first year and a half or two years. You were brewing the beer. She was like, yeah, up front. <laughs> up front. we didn't have a tasting room in the beginning. The tasting room is only a year and oh, four okay. months old. Oh wow! And so it's such a cool space. Thanks like so you much. you come in here and it's it's comfortable, and you got the barrel. You could actually hang out in the yeah, barrel room, yeah. like. So it's all, it's a very tight space. So everything is kind of shared. Like the bar area is also our production area. So during the week, uh-huh. it all gets broken down. Everything's on wheels and moves. Oh, for real? Yeah. And uh, now there's five of us total that work here. So me and oh, Sarah geez. and the sales manager and a tasting room guy and like a brewer's assistant. Yeah, it's a tight space. <laughs> I, I could see everybody yeah. moving around in here. Yeah, it's going to get, it's going to get real tight. Yeah, definitely. But that's cool. That's cool. Everybody, you know, gets along, right? I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It seems like fun whenever you guys post pictures of, of crushing fruit and, yeah. you know, bottling it's and stuff. It's fun for like about that. 10 minutes. And then yeah, <laughs> it becomes work, I believe work, it. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it is, you know, you eat a lot of fruits and it's delicious. And, you know, you take some home and make a pie or whatever. It's, and we bad. do some weird stuff too. Like we've smoked some peaches to make a beer. Um, okay. So, yeah, we try and keep it interesting. How, how do you keep it interesting? How do you, is it like, or is it just like Willy Wonka in your head all the time, just going <laughs> off, just like, uh, yeah, sometimes. Or is it just like a dart to the, to like uh, the poster no, board? Yeah, it's, uh, well, we, we take a lot of inspiration from, um, you know, the food industry and other beverages. Like we make wine inspired beers and obviously the whiskey inspired beer. Yeah. And, um, you know, smoked beers and we'll do vegetable beers and like all those things are kind of like, inspired by you know the culinary traditions for the most part definitely definitely yeah i've been i've i've been talking to a lot of chefs lately and that's yeah. that's you know the podcast is kind of going gone down that route yeah route but it seems like it's like a lot of borrowing from everybody yeah definitely yeah like my background isn't in food at all but we've sort of hired everyone we've hired all the three people came from you know more food industry type really? places yeah we have the guy that who sold fruits alex who's our sales manager uh-huh. used to run his own cheese company and uh, wow. kevin who's our bartender he's also like a butcher so oh no way all right yeah. cool <laughs> so man some fun like food food oriented people which i yeah. i really like uh, yeah oh so then it's got to be you know inspiration's got to come from them or, yeah exactly. or like being they, they surrounded yeah, by them definitely. and be like oh let's let's throw a you know a, por- a pork shoulder in there and see what <laughs> happens not? maybe oh, one day yeah, i don't know maybe yeah. right <laughs> soup beer soup beer soup yeah. beer might be something <laughs> is the fats the fats are going to get a tough time breaking down right in the barrel yeah that's, that's it probably is. not a good idea it's not a good idea yeah. somebody did i remember there was like an avocado beer once and yeah um, yeah, oils and fats, they tend to like, you know, kill the head on a beer. Yeah. And you get, it like, kind of separates and it's oily. It's, it's like not ideal. Like you could do it, of course. Huh. Um, but yeah. Dang. So what do you, what do you, what do you enjoy from, uh, you know, beer, like uh, just out in the world right now? What's um, still mostly like stuff that's really different from what we're making. I like, um, like kind of easy drinking beers a lot i drink a lot of pilsners and mostly yeah. like west coast ipas okay like some of my favorite breweries are beachwood brewing yeah. and like el segundo brewing for their ipas oh, yeah. and um highland park brewing for their ipas and for their pilsners timbo pills right yeah timbo's, timbo's. Yeah, kind of the combo of both those things yeah um that's i'm almost always drinking those things and you know yeah. like a really good saison or sour beer but there's not oh, a sure. ton of them in in la yeah, there's really not. Yeah, yeah. Highland Park does some good ones. Uh-huh. Homage Brewing in Pomona, they do really great stuff. Right. 
Yeah, that's that's an interesting road to go down. I I, I would have said you guys would have yeah. <laughs> come <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Beachwood yeah. makes really good sours. They have a side project called yeah. Beachwood Blendery. Go Blendery, man! They yeah. they 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 are unapologetic with their big old thing of tums. Yeah, exactly. When you go taste beer there. <laughs> You know, yeah, we don't have Tums here. It's never been a problem for me, so I guess never. You're like about it. just man up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or just take some Tums in the parking lot before yeah, you come. Yeah, bring BYOT. Yeah, yeah. I've never had an issue, but I, I weirdly enough, I got like a weird. I've had like two asthma attacks on on oh, no. drinking sours, so it's weird. like. But supposedly it wasn't the yeast; it was like a, a grain issue. Interesting. There's a grain thing. Weird. Dog patch and Cantillon once, so. Never heard of that. That's crazy. Never heard of that either. Oof, I was I was in Highland Park and I was like, oh damn, time to go home, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Crazy, but um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting, man. When was um, I know you guys are kind of like in the middle of like starting up, right? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're not for yeah. twenty more minutes. So no rush. That no, okay, very cool, yeah. very cool. <laughs> you know, I I enjoy a place that has dogs. Yeah, we've always got. There's always dogs here. Really? Yeah. yeah. And way more behaved than my dogs at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is Alex's dog that's running around, and she loves everybody. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah, yeah. it's just saying my dogs are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, but people bring their dogs in all the time. It's a very and you know it's a family friendly place too. Most yeah. breweries are. Right, definitely. So, yeah. And yeah, you're hanging out inside here. Why not? You know. Yeah, exactly. Little puppy. What's up, man? Run around. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And so, what else do you guys do on your on your days off? Oh. I would imagine it's here 24-7, right? Yeah, for a while, like it's been scratch. like that. It's starting to, you know, have a, find a little bit of balance. I like to hike a lot. Or not, oh, okay. You know, camping and uh, awesome. got into rock climbing a lot this year. You no know, way. Trying to do some physical activity. Although, oh, yeah. the work here is pretty physical, too. Oh, I could imagine. Yeah. Lugging, you know, freaking sacks of just grain, right? Yeah, around exactly, the, yeah. Or even these bottles. the barrels man. and the bottles around, yeah. Yeah, I like how you guys didn't go cans. You're like, no, let's go with the heaviest bottles. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> exactly. it's opulent, yeah, man. It's really like cool. Our beers to be really carbonated, and so the bottles have to be like very thick to withstand that pressure. Oh, okay, all right, makes sense. Plus, it looks really nice. Like, uh, if you go to Vendome, Beverly Hills, there's yeah. a big familial, like in a in a yeah, plastic yeah. case. You know, oh, so yeah, when you nice. look at it, you're like, yeah, damn, okay, that? all right, maybe that one for the uh, for the <laughs> bottle share. You know, yeah, definitely, definitely. So. Yeah, but they could get really heavy, and this could be definitely a workout. Yeah, know, we did a batch work. of those large bottles that was like 900 bottles. and 900 bottles? We, like, you know, sort of hand fill these wire cages with them, and so, like, you know, going up and down stairs. Oh, no with way. With, like, 900 bottles. It's with how exhausting. many people? Uh, like, three of us. Three people. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How long did it take? And we did that twice, because we put them in, and we took them out to label them again. Oh, of course. Jeez. A couple weeks later. Uh-huh. Yeah, it uh-huh. takes, you know, it takes all day, or a couple days, even. Oh, jeez. That's that's not... All right. Yeah. That I could see why you're like, I'm going to go rock climbing. It seems yeah, yeah, way yeah. easier yeah. than that. There's also, like, this... Um, like, we climb the barrels a lot, too, just to, like, get oh, access for real? to them. So, there's... It makes sense to go rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah, so. as you're out here training and stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Work. Yeah, yeah. You take like the pipette. You're like, I'm just gonna take it with me, yeah. rock climb to the top, and take <laughs> yeah, some samples. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we did. God, man, I've tried to go rock climbing. It's like I don't know what it is, man. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm very bottom heavy, man. It's just not gonna work. It's yeah. always dragging me down. Yeah, you just gotta keep doing it, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I went on a bike muscles. ride this morning. That's that's usually that's becoming good. like the the thing. Nice. Get a little twenty miles, you know. Yeah, warming yeah. up. Yeah, that's a lot. Those little, got one of those. Um, 
what is it, those shorts, you know, they have the padding on them and stuff. Makes yeah, yeah. a world of difference, man. The first cool. weekend I didn't wear them and it was like, it's like I was riding horses all weekend, you know, <laughs> just walking around and limped out. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah, funny. but rock climbing. What's the nearest spot that you could go? Is it the one up here in Northridge? Yeah, there's a lot of indoor gyms, but there's a spot called um, Stony Points. Yeah, by Northridge. That's the one. That's yeah. like you know a real like kind of classic. Yeah, you see it every spot. single time you you drive yeah, up. Yeah, you there. drive up the 118. Uh huh. It's a good location to do. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, going up to um, we went up to Zion recently. Oh, nice. It was like yeah, people just. Rock climb, yeah, you definitely. Know. I've been there once. It's very beautiful. Yeah, oh, lots of man. rock climbing. Yeah, you're cruising around. You're taking that little tour bus, and so you're yeah. seeing people <laughs> you hanging. You're people all over the place. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. It's, yeah. it's super beautiful. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a there's another guy I know that. Um, what is it, Garrett from? Uh, from Dry River. From Dry River. Yeah, we go outside he, sometimes. Oh, for real. Yeah. Okay. There's a little like brewers group that goes out, like him. And me and uh, the guy named Alex from Eagle Rock Brewing. Oh, yeah. And uh, Logan from El Segundo Brewing. Oh, yeah, we all go to Stony sometimes together. What the hell, man? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was the only dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. be trying. Yeah, I'll hold the ropes at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hang yeah. out and just, you know, put out like the mattress or something yeah, in yeah. case something happens. No, but every, everybody's real safe, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's dangerous to a certain extent, but... You bring, you know, mat pads to fall onto and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. The, the, that Alex Honnold one, that yeah. documentary was, I saw it on a plane, you know? Yeah. As if it wasn't, like, hard enough to watch him, like, so far up. I was in the sky, and I yeah. was like, this is, this is terrible, man. That's a crazy movie. Yeah, yeah. So then now, how often does, uh, does, your, does your wife help you out here? Um, yeah, she, I mean, we're both full-time here. So. Okay. She was here today. We were both here all the time. Oh, for real? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I tried to show up at three, exactly, or like a yeah, little yeah. bit before, and I was like, I, I don't know if everybody's going to be there at three, and it's like, yeah. all right, cool, you guys are here. Yeah, yeah, we're always here. Yeah, yeah. What is what does the production schedule look like for you guys? Um, you know, we're like once a week kind of brewing, once yeah. a week packaging, and then um, seasonally fruit processing and, you know, cleaning barrels and because everything's tight in here, just moving things around like Tetris all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's something going on every day. Dang, you know, I believe it. I believe it. I, you know, when you said that you have to move everything around to be able to yeah. work, it, it seems like a lot of things to move. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the popcorn machine, sure. You know, yeah. you can squeeze <laughs> that out of the way, but the bar, that's crazy. Yeah. Dang. And so, and what do you... You know, I don't want to give anything away. I don't want you to give anything away. But what yeah. do you plan on for the future? Um, we we just have got a second location that we're going to use for uh, just like warehousing and storing all of our package beer for distribution. And that is that what you're using the side the side room right now? No, it's a completely different. It's like a mile away from here. Oh, okay. Um, and that'll allow us to sort of like increase the amount of barrels we have here and like make a little bit more beer. And in the next couple of years, our goal is to get a much bigger space and get a big brew house and um, maybe a restaurant. We'll see. Okay. But it's yeah. a couple of years away. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard hanging out with all these culinary people and you're like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we could probably make a good avocado toast, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin, who does the meat processing, he has his own, like, pizza pop-up. He does once a month, too. Oh, for real? So he makes really great pizza. What is he, What is it called? Shout out. Um, it's called uh, Crumb. Crumb. Okay. Yeah. Check him out on Instagram. All right. Hell yeah. Check him out. Have yeah. some. Have some good pizza. Definitely. Hell yeah. And then, um, 
so eventually the the restaurant those are big those are big things right i mean most yeah. places you want to be able to hang out and have some good food and yeah definitely yeah i believe it man have i believe some it. guest beers and yeah you know guest beers what yeah. a good place to hang out hopefully oh yeah maybe a little side rock climbing gym you know that <laughs> exactly. kind of thing something yeah. for the kids to do <laughs> liability's got to be insane right yeah i can't imagine that's easy oh, yeah so then um so many things when it comes to you, you guys are brewing all these different styles yeah one one at a time like i mean or is it just like let's brew yeah. two different beers and then um, the yeah it's kind of as a mix like there's a couple beers we make where it's like one uh, batch that's always goes to like the same beer okay. most of our beers though are blended so like we'll take a couple different recipes over like that were brewed over, you know, a couple different months, and we'll, like, you know, mix them together to find a, um, a blend that tastes great to us. What is, what is that like? What is a blending day like? Because that's, that's, that's yeah. what, it, to me, it gives me super anxiety. Yeah, it is like, a little bit of anxiety. Yeah. Um, you kind of, you know, there's a pragmatic side to it, too. You know, yeah. like, you got to use what's available to you, and, like, um, you're looking to make a certain amount of beer also, usually, so... Um, that's one consideration, but we, you know, pull if, everything we have that's like that we think might be able to use in a blend or that's uh, like ready to drink in the barrels, pull samples of, and then sit down and kind of start tasting them and trying a bunch of stuff together and just, um, you know, it's like, um, all based on our sensory evaluation of it, you know, it's all based on just kind of how we, how we perceive the beers. It's not, um, like a scientific thing it's yeah it's just like ah oh, this this one tastes better do do you have like final say over like okay we're doing this yeah definitely and most of the time like at least half the time it's just me doing the blending like i'll oh, taste okay. by myself and just decide what it's gonna be god dang so you just fill up a table full of glasses and yeah, just yeah. mix them up and all right yeah, this one's like, called yeah this one's the, the fruited <laughs> one right yeah, yeah exactly kind of do. almost everything we do has has fruit in it god dang is there any uh have you guys just when when I think about fruit, you know, and and high carbonation, right? You, yeah. The worry is always like secondary, yeah, fermentation yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So when we fruit like we put the beer back into the barrels with fruit. Okay. And you know, referments in the barrel, and then it's aged out a little bit more, and then it goes to our packaging tank. So everything is, you know, ideally like fully dry again, okay. and then we um. You know, add a little bit more sugar to do the bottle conditioning. Oh, nice! Uh, you know, we've never had anything that was like so high that it was at risk of exploding, but no. we do have some pretty highly carbonated beers. Yeah, you guys seem like smart people. You know, there's <laughs> I've I've you know I've seen other breweries where it's like, oh, guess what? You know, it's yeah. exploding or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Man, yeah, Oscar Blues, I'm talking about you. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always one, man. There's always one. This is amazing, man. This is amazing. Thank you. You could really taste everything, everything through the beer. Uh, do you get a lot of people that just aren't used to, you know, these kinds of beers and you have Definitely, to yeah. work with we them? We get uh, quite a bit of people that, you know, walk or stumble in here never having tried our beer or any sour beer ever just through, you know, Googling breweries or Yelping breweries or finding yeah. out that there's something close to them. And when it's people like that... Like, I think it's best to, you know, just start giving them little tastes of, like, a bunch of different stuff and see, yeah. like, see what resonates with them, you know. Uh -huh. Usually they'll find something that, that they like because, you know, we make so many different different kinds of beer within that style. 
That makes sense. I was gonna. And if they can't find anything, we do serve one pilsner here. So <laughs> there you go. There's a fail safe. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, There's the pilsner. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, that's got to be for something. That's got to be something interesting. Going from like such an experimental, you know, very, uh, you know, dang, unique styles all yeah, yeah. all over the place. You know, uh, to go into somebody, it's like I just want to. Just want a beer, right? It's yeah, like exactly. oh, the Buffalo Wild Wing crowd, <laughs> and it's yeah. and you know, it's also like ironically, there's like pilsners are like the brewers' beer now too. It's like what all the yeah. brewers are drinking because yeah. you know they're they're clean and they're easy drinking, and like if you just want to have something delicious and like that you can drink a full glass of, and Dude. they're great. Yeah, and it's also the winemakers' freaking beer, right? Yeah, I've yeah, talked to a lot sense. of people about wine, and they're like, eh. Yeah, I want to have a I want to have a beer and, and then yeah exactly I I mean it goes that way too with beer like uh, usually yeah, at night exactly. I want to drink wine or cocktails exactly. or something yeah. right I mean and it makes sense you created a whole line yeah. of like <laughs> near cocktail things, blends yeah. man that's awesome does, yeah, yeah uh, it's got to feel interesting to try to convince people too right like trying to find that middle ground like uh, taste this taste that yeah um, I'm very grateful for like you know our more loyal customers who. You know, the thing that they like about us is our experimentation, and they're willing to, you know, put their taste buds and their money, like, on the line for some weird huh. stuff sometimes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's got to feel nice, right? Yeah, definitely. It feels great. It's like, here you go, Bobby. I know you've been coming in. <laughs> Check it out. This one has freaking the freshest peaches in all of freaking California. Yeah, exactly. We make a carrot beer that is one of our most popular beers. I heard about this carrot beer. Yeah. I heard about this carrot beer, and I, it's, that's got to be insanely hard to make. It's uh yeah it's it probably took the most research to get right, huh. um, but we do it in a way that also I think the process is something that no one else has ever done before either. We actually put the carrot juice like directly into the bottle, and so what? it's um you have to sort of mix up the bottle before you open it. But what you get is like a very like vibrant, beautiful orange colored beer. That's insane. Yeah. yeah, what's the base what's the base beer on that one? It's you know just one of our like sour beer bases. Uh-huh. It's sort of like Belgian inspired. And then yeah, we use these carrots from a local farm called Wiser Family Farms. They're okay. Nantes carrot variety. Oh dang. Yeah. And then the way you guys juice them, just one by one. Yep. Boom, boom, yeah, boom. just one by one juice them, then we have to bottle the beer the same day. So those are long days, but yeah, I could I could see why. It's a real fun beer to make. Yeah, yeah. I had an aunt that was juicing for a little while. She was doing carrots and oh, yeah. gave up after a week. It's like, nice. that's too much work. <laughs> yeah, I love carrot juice in general. I think it's delicious. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's great. You're like, oh, let's do this. Let's figure out what the hardest thing is and make yeah. a beer out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah, but my um, sales manager, Alex, always jokes that we like to do things the hardest way possible. Is that for real? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's true. It's oh. partly true. Well, cool, man. Well, that's it. I, I I wanted to get you guys on and talk yeah. talk to you about you know really the journey and and now you're here and what you guys are about. Yeah, you know, get more people from the community to come out and and, and take a chance and, and yeah, definitely. Go deep. You definitely come visit us. Right now, we're only open on the weekends, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Um, but yeah, we're Dang. you know dog Friday, and Sunday. child friendly, more dog friendly than child friendly. I'd say. I bet. I bet. <laughs> but pretty soon the rock climbing wall is going to come yeah, in. Yeah, rock climbing wall, you know, kids. By 2030, for sure. 2030, that's <laughs> wonderful, man. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming on. And then uh, what's the address? Uh, so the brewery's address is 16745 Schoenborn Street. Yeah. We're in, it's technically North Hills, just outside of Van Nuys, uh-huh. on Roscoe and Havenhurst. There you go. That's it. Come and check them out. Yeah. It's going to be the 
could be awesome. Awesome, dude. <laughs> Cheers. All right. Thank you for uh, tuning in to another episode of the Dude from LA podcast. Peace. Bye.